I'm Mary Obana. I help people get unstuck. We are all meant to have full joy, pure love, complete fulfillment, and peace. You know what else? Each of us has a light, a unique gift that we are to find and share with the world. It's why we're here. It's who we're meant to be. But sometimes we can get stuck. Join me as I work with spirit to help people from all walks of life receive the messages they need to hear so they can understand what's standing in the way of all the joy, fulfillment, love, and peace they are meant to have so they can get on with a life they're meant to live so they can shine. Real people, real stories, starting now. Hey there, thanks for being here. Over this past year, I have had the opportunity to work with many people to help them receive the clarity they seek so they can get what I call unstuck. We all reach points in our lives when we feel that loss of momentum, and it can happen for lots of reasons. Sometimes it's just the natural ebb and flow of life. I spoke about this in the last episode, but sometimes it can feel like it's a bit more when you just feel you need some clarity so you can move forward with certainty. It's during those times that people come to me. There's nothing more enlightening than tapping into the wisdom that comes directly to you from your divine guidance. That's that non-physical presence that's all around us. People refer to this guidance in many ways, the universe, source, spirit, God, your inner voice, your higher self, amongst others. As a divine messenger, I am able to tap into that line of communication and relay to you what you need to hear, the messages your own spiritual guidance has for you, that guidance that is always focused on supporting you so that you get the most out of this life experience and all the fulfillment, joy, love, and peace you're meant to have. And your guidance always knows exactly what it is you need to hear to shift your focus on that which is most important. As I've said many times, we all have spiritual guidance available to us. My ability to access it does not make me special. Everyone can access it. I've just worked at it and devote a great deal of energy to developing it. It's a process to be sure, but you can access this too. That guidance is the love and support that is always all around you, but often goes unnoticed. It's subtle, but like anything, once you become familiar with it, you'll recognize it more readily and its presence within you will grow stronger. There's nothing more powerful, reassuring, loving than the knowing that comes from it. I'm always so grateful for the wisdom and clarity that comes from this beautiful universal force. Maybe this idea that you have guidance and support all around you is a new concept. You might be saying, what are you talking about? Maybe it's something you're familiar with, but haven't really engaged with. Maybe it's something you're curious to engage with, but you haven't taken steps to truly develop it. Regardless of where you are on the acceptance of this truth, everyone has received guidance, including you. When you have an instinct about something, you know, that knowing that comes from deep within or may seem to come out of nowhere, that wasn't a result of mental reasoning. You just somehow know 
that's an example of it. Given the subtle nature of our guidance, there's nothing that can stand in the way of your receiving it more than a busy mind running interference, distracting you, and making it difficult for you to receive and connect with it. A busy mind with all that constant activity not only makes it hard to notice the guidance, but when you do, your mind can also step in to convince you not to trust it, to doubt it. Then the next thing you know, you've replaced it with another thought. When that intuition is pure, untainted by your own thoughts and emotions, it's always right. And if you really were to sit with that intuitive guidance, you know deep down it's truth. But here's my question. I'm coming around. (laughs) Whether you've received guidance with the assistance of someone else or directly, my question to you is this. What have you done with the guidance you've received? This is what I want to focus on today. You are meant to have full joy, complete fulfillment, pure love, and peace. This is your destiny. But we don't always have it. And not having it doesn't necessarily mean you're ungrateful for what you do have. It's just the acknowledgement that there's something you love in your life that doesn't currently exist. Sometimes this is a small change and sometimes it's a bigger one, but there are two parts to manifesting the change we want. The first is acquiring the information, the knowledge or the guidance that we feel we need. And the second is doing something with it, taking action. As you may know, I spent over 15 years in the fitness industry. My husband and I founded and ran a technology company devoted to making it easy for people to get and stay fit. The entire business was grounded in an understanding of human behavior. Why do people do or not do things? Why is it that people want to lose weight or feel stronger but so often struggle? Why is it that people want to have peace in their life but find themselves too busy to find it? Have you ever attended a self-help seminar or participated in a course, actively taking notes, felt energized by what you learned, but then after it's over, even with the greatest of intentions, those notes and materials sit on the corner of your desk, then ultimately end up in a drawer or a closet, never to be looked at again. Have you ever sought out guidance wondering where you're meant to be on your life's journey, nodded your head with every word you received, knowing that what you heard was truth? You may have even gotten really excited about what you heard and imagined what it would feel like to have all of that in your life. You may have even spent hours thinking about it or sharing it with someone close. Then, before you know it, you find yourself smack dab in the midst of the demands and routine of your days, and poof, that guidance somehow lost its priority within your life, and you're right back where you started from, right where you've always been, and away from that place you know you're meant to be. Let me ask you, if this all resonates with you, when was it that you received that guidance and inspiration? Was it days ago? Weeks? Months? Years? Years? 
Trust me when I say you are not alone. I think we've all experienced a situation when we've received guidance of some kind, knowing deep in our soul that it was exactly what we needed to hear, but didn't take action. Why do we do that? I'm going to touch on some of the big ones in the hopes that the change you want in your life will find its way into your life. You ready? Here we go. The first is, we think it's all about timing. Have you ever said to yourself, yeah, when the time is right, I'm going to do this. When the kids go back to school, when they go off to college, when you have more money, as soon as you finish a list of other things you've convinced yourself you have to do first, next year, I mean, the list goes on, right? So we put off what our heart desires and we justify our inaction. And while there can be immediate legitimate reasons for waiting, if you have been continuing to put off the fulfillment, joy, and peace that only comes from your soul being exactly where you're meant to be, you have made a decision. If the reason you aren't actively working toward what you want right now begins with a when or as soon as waiting for just the right time or circumstance. Since all we ever have is now, waiting is a decision to forego that which you most desire. When you wait, you are choosing. Waiting is a decision to do nothing. Oh, and what a shame it is for you not to have exactly what you want to feel exactly as you'd like to feel, to live the life you are meant to live. The second big thing is we have trouble getting past the negative. If you haven't yet taken action toward that thing you most desire, sometimes it's because you have had trouble getting past the negative. This can start from the way you even think about what you desire. Do you think about it as moving away from something Reducing stress, getting out of a vocation you don't enjoy, leaving an unhealthy relationship? Or do you think about it as moving towards something? Feeling better, gaining strength, finding work I love, having joyful, supportive relationships. I don't know about you, but I could feel the energy even these words carry. They're different, aren't they? The moving away goals have a, I don't know, lower, darker vibe. (laughs) The moving toward goals feel lighter and more uplifting and energizing. That negative thinking can be persistent. When you consider anything different, your mind can be really adept at coming up with all the reasons not to do it. I can't afford it. What will people say? That would be irresponsible. I have people who depend on me. I have to take care of everyone else first. I don't know how to do it, where to begin. Oh, I know. I'll just keep doing what I'm doing and start working on this on the side. And by the way, if you've ever said that to yourself, more often than not, the time you on the side have devoted usually quickly dwindles. No matter what it is, we can always find reasons not to do something. At its core, this is fear taking hold. Deep down, it's protecting you from disappointment, embarrassment, 
or failure, particularly if you're a perfectionist. It's sometimes more palatable to not do it at all rather than risk the possibility of not doing it well. Fear shows up filling our minds with all the reasons it would be irresponsible of us to make a change. Then there's judgment. We may be so concerned about what others may think that we'd rather suspend our desires to avoid the judgment we fear may come. So we don't do anything and we justify our inaction. If this is where you are, I'd like you to do something. After this episode, or if you want to pause, list all the worst things that could possibly happen if you made this change. All the worst things. Then list all the best things that could possibly happen if you made this change. This makes you face head on the worst things that could happen. We often have a way of awfulizing things in the abstract, but when you force yourself to articulate them, usually they aren't as daunting as you may have imagined. You look at the list one by one, you work through it, you'd prevail, right? You can do hard things. This exercise usually reminds you why you wanted the change in the first place, because you see all the amazing things that can happen if you make this change. And it also has a tendency to clarify your values. We tend to take action and prioritize the things that are most important to us. Are we going to let our life be driven by fear or possibility? You always get to choose. Your life is what you decide to make it be. Sometimes we can convince ourselves that we don't have choices, deflecting the responsibility onto others. You have more power and control than you give yourself credit for. You always have a choice. Thomas Edison once said, if we did all the things we're capable of doing, we would literally astound ourselves. (laughs) Okay, the third thing that stands in our way is guilt. We have been conditioned to believe we are selfish if we put ourselves first. So we feel guilty if we focus on our own desires, our own ambitions, our own fulfillment, our own joy. After all, there are others to consider, their needs, their happiness. So we prioritize others over ourselves because in our mind, we believe that focusing on ourselves will negatively impact those around us as if it's a zero-sum game, as if there is a finite amount of good that can go around. This is what you need to remember. You are always emitting energy, and your energy is always a reflection of what you truly feel. If you're feeling unfulfilled, wistful, thinking about that thing you would love to do, if you're unhappy, resentful, or stressed out because of what you believe you must do, your energy is the ultimate truth detector. It does not lie. And others pick up on that energy, regardless of how subtle, even if you feel you're doing a great job of hiding it. And that is affecting those around you. So while you're feeling you're doing the right thing, meaning well by denying yourself your true joy, you're actually doing a disservice to yourself 
and those you love the most. Whenever anyone has made a change to make the most of their life experience, this life experience, there's never regret. Honoring yourself is the best thing you can do for those you love. You cannot give fully if you are not whole. You cannot love fully if you don't first love yourself. Okay, here's the fourth thing. Change requires energy. The easiest thing to ever do is the same thing you've always done. The same is familiar. It doesn't require much thought or additional energy. There's a natural momentum to the same. You have an existing routine. There's certainty, predictability of outcomes. You're good at doing what you've always done. There's no rock in the boat, no requirements to confront anything or anyone. There's no perceived risk staying where you've always been. Change requires energy. It requires a lot of thought. It's flexing different muscles. By definition, change is something different than what we're accustomed to. The thing that we desire requires doing something new. It's unfamiliar. It's a break from what we're used to, our routine, what we know how to do. It takes more energy and deliberate intention to shift our behavior or to do new things. Change is a process of doing, not an event. It takes commitment, prioritization, deliberate action, effort, energy. Okay, here's the fifth one. We try to do it alone. Keeping what you want a secret can feel safe. It protects you from any judgment you might think you'll encounter and spares yourself embarrassment if it doesn't come to fruition. But trying to make changes alone also makes getting there a lot more difficult. When we're in unfamiliar territory, having support makes the process not only easier, but more enjoyable. Talking about what you want with others that care about you can be validating and reinforce its importance to you. It also provides that all-important support and accountability during those moments when you lose steam or maybe question its importance. Finally, when we're tackling something new, we don't always know exactly how to get from where we are to where we want to be. We have our sights on the outcome. We're usually pretty good at imagining what that looks like, but we aren't always clear on the process. This lack of clarity and lack of structure can lead to a lack of confidence, and we don't like feeling that way. So we revert to what we know, distracting ourselves with other tasks like organizing or cleaning, so we avoid feeling unproductive. And to the back burner, it goes. Believe me, I know this one well. This is where the support of others can be really helpful. I'm always amazed at the wealth of knowledge that exists within our own circles and the people they know. Some of us may not be comfortable admitting we don't know what we're doing, that we need help. We can feel maybe silly asking or somehow feel as if we're imposing on someone if we seek assistance. Start with one conversation and let it flow from there. It makes it easier to have another. Life isn't meant to be experienced alone. So as I was thinking about this episode, I turned to my own spiritual guidance, and I'm compelled to share the message I received as I worked on this. And I know 
I am meant to share this message with you. So here it goes. Yes. So often you receive guidance and know what you are to do, yet self-sabotage. You resist that which is meant for you. Trust is required to receive. Allowing all that is meant for you to flow into your life. It is what is meant to be. So there's nothing more natural than allowing it to flow so that you can receive what is meant for you. Resistance is the source of struggle. Resistance is the source of everything that is outside of complete joy, love, fulfillment, and peace. Resistance is fear. Resistance is guilt. Resistance is rationalized responsibility. Resistance is doubt. You are worthy. You are meant to have complete joy and peace and nothing less, not an ounce less. But you in the physical don't always believe this. Your minds make you think otherwise, distract you from what is rightfully yours. You all have that thing you know you would, quote, love to do, the life you would love to have, but you think it's not in the cards for you. You convince yourself it's not available to you now, but you are wrong. Nothing stands in between where you are and where you want to be more than resistance. Resistance of your making. Resistance you allow to be. Just as you allow resistance, you can allow trust just as easily. It's a choice. You get to choose. What you choose, you receive. If you choose to wait because you don't think it's the right time, then it will not come. If you choose to believe you're somehow not meeting your responsibilities by focusing and allowing what will bring you joy, fulfillment, and peace, then so it will be. If you choose to focus on all the reasons it can't happen, all the things that can go wrong, then so it will be, you see. Your thoughts create your reality. You get to choose. Remove the resistance and make way for joy and peace. Remove the resistance, trust, and allow. It is this simple. You convince yourselves it is far more complicated than it is. You have at any moment the free will to choose, to act. The responsibility is wholly yours. The power is within you. Do not allow yourselves to believe that external factors, people, or circumstances are keeping you from all that you're meant to have. It is only you. And while this at times may be hard to accept, this idea that you don't have what you want because of your own hand, it is also empowering. For all you need to get what you desire is you deciding to get what you desire. This is the truth. You can choose to accept it or rationalize why it is not. But this is the truth. You get to choose. The power is within you. All that you desire is accessible 
to you. No excuses. Only resistance stands in your way. Let the resistance go. Rest in the knowing and watch it come. Wow. Thank you. Thank you for that message. Thank you for that clarity. Thank you for that truth. That's the way divine guidance always comes through. It always makes so much sense. It's always straightforward. That's the beauty of it. Truth is, well, truth. As I think about that message, this is an example of what happens when you allow and trust and follow the guidance. Do you remember an early podcast episode where I interviewed Therese Horton? In 1994, Therese's family was in an accident that would take the life of her ex-husband, his new wife, and her 11-year-old daughter, Rebecca. That accident would also leave her 9-year-old son, Oliver, fighting for his life. When a horrific tragedy strikes like this, it's hard to imagine how we would ever survive. Yet, as our life unfolds, we learn that our life experiences, all of them, shape who we are and enable us to shine our light in unique and unexpected ways. If you'll remember from that podcast, Therese started writing a book back in 1997, chronicling her experience, but she never finished it. It sat in a box for over 22 years. As we talked about in the episode, I had the pleasure of connecting Therese to her spiritual guidance. And in her reading, Therese was guided to tell her story because her unique experience would provide healing not only for herself, but for so many others. After her reading, Therese heeded the call. She opened that box that she had avoided for so many years. Therese followed the guidance. I've invited Therese back to join me on the next episode to share how her life has continued to unfold and to celebrate the book she has just published. I am so excited for her. I hope you join me for the next episode. And if you haven't already listened or would like a refresher before this upcoming episode, I encourage you to listen to her previous interview. It was episode five. It's called Tragic Loss Turn to Love, Hope, and Purpose. I'll leave a link to this as well um, on the show notes below. Hey, thanks for joining me today. I hope that this has helped in some way so the change you want and you're meant to have in your life will find its way into your life. Trust and receive everything you want is awaiting your allowing. Until next time, take it easy.